Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Grandpa Bell's Guns and Grounds with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bell. And what you're about to hear is the re-editing of my in-studio podcast with guest host Joyce Dales from Colby.com. I just want to give everybody a little heads up, and I'll explain. Midway through the show, and a little bit at the end of the show, there was a glitch in studio. So, what you're about to hear when Joyce speaks, there is an echoing effect, <clears throat> and I'll elaborate on that throughout the show. I'm going to continue to work behind the scenes to still try to scrub that deeper. That's probably going to take a bit. Over and above this session, so I'm asking everyone's indulgence on the feedback element unique to this episode, <clears throat> and we're going to start right in here momentarily, and you will hear the feedback echoing a little bit when Joyce recanters. Somehow, mysteriously, my voice came out just fine. So here we go, and I'm going to go for the better part of 30 minutes. Showing its entirety is about 59 minutes. So here we go. Thanks, everyone. Ales from Cold Be Gone and Buzzer Go Go. And those of you that had the opportunity to listen to a couple of my Prelude Archival shows, as I just exchanged with Joyce, busy schedules. We did indeed outline her bio and about the founding、uh, great about us page, offer for a website, and so forth. And We're going to segue here in just a couple seconds and introduce you to Joyce. And I will most assuredly, when we go back and final edit this, revisit her great bio and about us page. So, without further ado, here's Joyce. Do you mind if I just call you Joyce? We're friends, right? Yeah, welcome, 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 Joyce. And I'm going to let you take the floor for a second. Welcome. Well, thank, well, thank you, you so you much for having me. I'm really excited, excited to be on this podcast because I'm a Mainer. Well, we are so artisanal, if you will, at Mainers and New Englanders, but. I think we Mainers might have a little edge on that bias, <laughs> so we appreciate that. And if you are ready to do so, how about the ladies' entrepreneurship, and then how you got to Buzz and Go Go? Sure. I'll tell my backstory. Sure. This is my backstory. I'll go back to the beginning. I grew up in Santa Fe. Okay. And my grandmother, I grew up on Mouse and Lake, actually, but my grandmother had a little country store. I grew up in country stores. Love it. And, you know, you know the, the kind where the hunters come and hang out around the store. Yep. Right. So that's, so that's where I grew up, and my grandmother, you know, she would put me behind the counter and I'd sell the moxie and the pickled eggs, and she was really big on home remedies. Like she just convinced that dandelion wine cured everything. Absolutely.、Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Continue. Right. So、um, I grew up poor. I was, I was poor in Maine. Like you need to be getting a baby, baby, baby right, right here, right? right? Correct. So we grow our own gardens and eat our own food. My grandmother just had a, a candy seller built into the house, like a dirt candy seller. So we connected to nature, not in the sort of way that 
young millennials are now, where I'm lucky them, where they're just all about hiking and gardening and canning and homesteading. That's really cool. But for me, it was a necessity out of Correct. You grow your own food. You know, you can't go to the doctor every time you get struck or something wrong. And while I never encouraged anybody not go to the doctor, that was my mindset. And my grandmother instilled in me that there's a solution for every sickness in nature. If Mother Nature created the illness, which is not always the case because of the poisons in our environment now, but Mother Nature has the solution. So that was always my mindset. Don't tell me something's not fixing because I will fix it. Cure it, make, make me work. work. You know, no, like, what is that expression, though? What is that expression? Um, make, make do, do fix it up, or do it, it out. I, I think you're in the neighborhood of the, exactly that. I know the one you're intimating, and I think that's exactly directly the, the saying. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's more than the before. Absolutely. I, I know I was before this. We just made do, and. Anyway, so she was really big into all natural remedies, that included honey. She instilled in me a love of honey bees. So here I am, fast forward a million years later, and I, um, my father was sick with cancer. He had served in the Korean War, and he had worked with asbestos in the belly of uh, destroyers. Wow. He's a pipe fitter, you know what I mean? Wow. I do, I do. So that so was that the was first the time I had a loved one who was immunocompromised. He had that. Right. And after he passed away, we had just been married, and we decided we were going to start our family. And my husband wanted to adopt because I had a, kind of a heart condition that made traditional cold medicine off the table for me. And uh, so we're like, yeah, let's adopt. And at that time, domestic adoption, still today, was a hot mess. Like you could not. Years, years and years of years waiting, waiting and then all these complications, complications and stuff. So, so then we turned to international adoption and ultimately we lived it on our first country, which would be Vietnam. And so we applied to Vietnam and two years into that process, we were referred to a beautiful, healthy little baby girl in a province called Tan Hoa. Tan Hoa is smack in the middle of Vietnam along the coast. And it's kind of famous for its street children. It's, it's, you know, you know that's right. thing. It's, it's industries. industries. We'll, we'll say we'll industries. industries. So, so anyway, anyway, in the middle of her doctor, you know, phone call that she's sick. And they've taken her from her rural province to Hanoi, to the Swedish pediatric hospital, so they think she has pneumonia. And then a day later, not pneumonia, something with her heart. And then a day later, we're going to get a phone call at 3 a.m. from a Vietnamese doctor telling us that she needed emergency open-heart surgery. She had a, her heart was backwards. She did a full pulmonary graft. The amazing part was that she had this extra heart tissue that they were able to use for that graft. So her whole correction is non-perfect. But the weird thing is, is that in the United States, her particular defect is rare enough that she would have to be sent to a specialist hospital in San Francisco or someplace. But in, in Vietnam, in the Swedish Pediatric Hospital, they were doing 20 a month. And I asked why. And I said, oh, because of age and orange. Right. 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 It's too deep down in the soil, and their garden is not ever chemical. Right up through the roots, literally and figuratively, of the said plants and vegetation and what have you. For sure. They'd have to scrape to feed the soil off the country of Vietnam to undo this, and then it may not. So, um, it's in aquifers now. So, uh, anyway, he's a healthy 44-year-old Peter Lerner. She's amazing. She's kicking all the ass. Um, awesome. And, and 
no issues there, but that was the second time someone I loved was called immunocompromised. So when we brought her home, she was really fragile, and they were like, any cold or sniffles or threat. So I felt then, 15 years ago, in a way that we've all felt in the last two years, right. where every cough and sniffle is a direct threat to us, you know, blows up in your head. Of course. It might actually it might become bigger than we actually think. You're right. You're right. Continue. Yeah, if yeah, our if, the door, if our body isn't, isn't the, you know, the you soil, know, the soil is, bad, is bad. Feel bad. <laughs> you can get bigger than you want to. And a child child international adoption, they're trained. They're in your compromise either without them. Correct. Different environment, different, different, everything. Everything. So they're coming so they're from extreme malnourishment, malnourishment and, and whatever, whatever to just abundance. But then we also have chemicals of our own here that are feeding that, feeding that playing with that. So I had, I had to, to, I had to go as clean as I could for her to help heal her. But the, I wanted to learn everything I could about how do you get sick, and how to not get sick. Sure. I, I had that cocky Mainer attitude of don't tell me cold is cold is. Curable, because I'm going to do about it. We, we have that independence across the board, don't we? And kudos for us for having that. Continue. Mainers, Mainers having that. Mainers, yes, 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 everybody. But, but of course, of course. My perspective is making me So, um, I started learning, I started consulting with a therapist, the person who, um, discovered why special. I just started consulting Anybody that I've been talking to over the course of this year, I learned learned very fascinating things. I learned that we all know now to be true. So I've been talking about it for 15 years, but now because of COVID, everybody's like on board. Correct. Your nose is your germs comes to the body 95% of the time. No doubt. When you touch your eyes, nose, or mouth, the germs will travel through the mucosa to the colonization site. That's where it'll find receptor cells to latch on. Lay dormant for one to fourteen days to be a variety of pathogens, and then pass it through to your cells, so your cells replicating it millions of times over, and that's where you feel the thing, whatever your thing is. So I was like, that's fascinating. So the nose is also supposed to be full of beneficial bacteria, and by the time we're in life, because of the environment, the diet, life, like all of it, we've destroyed our balance, not only in our gut biome, which is to heal and restore, but our nose biome, which is designed to trap and prevent. So I started looking for anything on the market that could be preventative and deal with symptoms if you're already getting sick. Nothing. Everything had so bad. So I discovered that when it paralyzes the biome, even with something deemed natural, you become more susceptible to getting sick in the next hour, the next day, it doesn't, your risk goes through the roof, and you think you're doing something good, your risk is actually going up. It's, it's counterintuitive and counterproductive, absolutely. Traditional, the traditional sprays. Right, and then Yeah, correct. So I didn't realize how often people land in the, at the doctor's office with sinus infections related to nasal products, correct. and how often they land in the ER because of reactions to traditional cold medicines. 
So, so I decided, I decided to approach it from an aiming therapist standpoint. I'd been learning a lot about Mitochondria and talking to this scientist in New Zealand because that's the kind of person I am. Like, I will literally email the person myself. Like, I'm that crazy, I guess. I'm like, please tell me about all these honey. So I learned about Scottish Highland, Heather Honey, Newgrounds, Brazilian Red, all those super honey. Because I know Scottish everywhere. I bet you have, we have one here in Maine. Because my grandmother used to talk about one somewhere in Maine. It's honey that can like cure anything. And I, I don't know the name of it or if it still exists. But I feel like there are super honey undiscovered all over the world. So I played with this idea that honey was the solution. Because it was it deal with the colonization low, the colonization process, perhaps. Because I can't make curing claims. But the honey was the ultimate solution because it could be antimicrobial without carpet bombing your beneficial flora, right? It's prebiotic, it's probiotic, it attracts moisture, it's basically constricted to take away the information, like it does everything. So, but you don't want to be done done with philia, so like I was, I was like, okay, so this is something I would just do a few times a week, at bedtime, just in case I've been exposed, you know? But the idea is that isn't supposed to have 11 different colds a year, and to me that's mental. How miserable is that? Their biome is built by playing with the dirt, licking the rocks, and kissing the dog on the lips. They don't need to have a cold every month of their lives. So, so for me, I was like, okay, well, this seems like the perfect round robin solution is create this honey blend, and then embed honey in plastic cold fighting ingredient to deal with, with active, active annoying inflammation and nasal congestion and all that. And the two were synergistically to nip a cold in the bud and provide relief and strengthen your nasal biome instead of weaken it. Correct. But took, I thought this was going to be so simple, Bill. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sell it at farmer's markets. That's my the, thought, the, thought, the thought is wonderful, but the reality, as you well found out, continue, continue. So yeah, so, yeah. so I'm like, so I'm gonna sell like in stores like Caleb's and Caleb's, which I do. But it's a lot more complicated. So it took two years to develop it because not all honey is created equal. And when you make a technically a pharmaceutical, it has to have the user experience is the same every time. It took me two years of putting this in mason jars and telling people, here, shove this up your nose. For me to get a consistent recipe and a consistent experience, and to and find, find the honey the blend, blend that wouldn't be caustic, because if you use just, just straight manuka, it's overly caustic. If you Correct. use just straight Brazilian, straight honey, it's too much. If I, if I, I'm sorry, if I may just interject quickly. As you well know, especially in Maine, again, not to be biased to Maine, but my grandfather was the green thumb, much like your gram. I'm not a green thumb, but I know the intricacy, and I was in the business so long about plant-based ingredients, and of course the bees. No aspersions. Some of us have a big, bigger, better affinity to. We lose the bees. We lose everything, as you well know. So my point on that is the degree of honey. There is more to it, not to minimize honeys in the varietal. But medicinally, there's obviously attributes to the different varieties. I just wanted to point that out for the ubiquitous audience, whatever their degree of familiarity with bees and honeys may or may not be. Continue on that point. You're, You're spot, spot on. on. Every, Every honey, honey is like a fingerprint. Correct. 
And that fingerprint can change from season to season with humidity, with plants that were gathered from, with agricultural training that might be provided. There's so many things that impact bees. Um, people don't know this, but bees contain in their belly microorganisms and pathogens that could kill humans. But when they add it to their enzymes and their saliva and the pollen and the propolis of the trees, when all these things are working together synergistically, it becomes beneficial. It becomes, you know, I mean, you shouldn't feed a child under the age of one honey because their body hasn't developed um, the ability to process that. But I'm always amazed when people like, well, honey needs to be pasteurized and honey can't be raw. No, it's designed. How Mother Nature made this before we monkeyed with it was perfect. Right? Correct. So anyway, so, anyway, so, so yeah, that's, that's how, how I started with it. And, and if I had I known, known what, what becoming a pharmaceutical in the United States, States meant, I don't know I don't that know I would have done, done it. I know your, I know, I feel your pain. Very similar subject, completely different product, but the exact same product. Fish oil. I tried to go the pharmacology route and all of that. So I, I know exactly what you're saying. Different, different, but same. Sort of kettle of fish. Continue. No Continue. pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. Kettle of fish, right? I'll be here all week. I'll be here all week. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. So I, so I became a pharmaceutical, and we started looking on the seacoast because I live in Donington, Maryland. Um, started looking for there's a goat farm near me, and I went. They they were they were there, and so they had this great packaging for their soaps. And I I'm kind of figuring all this out. You know, I'm just doing this from the kitchen while raising two babies that are just are just two girls just been adopted. So I went up to them. Like, where did you get your packaging? And it was some guy in Massachusetts that provided small batch packages. Normally, you can't get fancy packaging like this unless you're willing to buy. Twenty-eight million four hundred and sixty-three thousand two hundred and forty-four, or some crazy number, right? Right, and that's a gamble. Like what I was in that headspace of being a mom entrepreneur, where I'm like, I'm taking time for my kids and keeping money for my household. Is this worth the risk? I'm scared, you know, because there's, there's. I think it's a big step. It's a big, it's a big step. It's a leap of faith, truly, truly a leap of faith. You know, high regard. Continue. Well, as a female entrepreneur, you suffer from this sort of uh, imposter syndrome, where you just don't know if you're. You, you don't feel like you're in the same playing field as the male entrepreneurs you see, like on like Shark Tank and all of that, right? And it's and it's still not level overstating the obvious. The playing field getting better with the help of entrepreneurs like yourself. You guys and gals, you gals, are not there fully yet, and that is so wrong. But. Keep aspiring. Keep the keep the well, I will. I will. Because Continue. I actually found uh, this little this. I went to the New Hampshire SPCA, and I would encourage anybody trying to have an amazing company or a product or something in their home that they know is the next big thing. I went to the SPCA, and I got a mentor there named Hollis. She's an amazing, tiny little hundred-pound lady who. Stuck with stuck me for a decade, and she oh, got she connected got with this with group this called Impact, Impact New Hampshire Fund, which is, is women, women, founders, women, women investors, investors, right? Investing, investing in women, women entrepreneurs. I love it. 
So I each lady puts in puts like five thousand dollars. Right. And then they 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 companies to invest in so they've been able to invest in three times and they've seen real seed money they also have awesome. awesome. business loan and so awesome. i went from little old awesome. debs and awesome. which are still awesome. my favorite it allows you to take the next step yeah. it allows you to take the next step that's so much i talk a lot about community support most most assuredly at that level but just community like that <clears throat> One arena that I don't do, and someone else coined that phrase. So, when I repeat this, I agree with the phrase, not necessarily the presenter, but it does take a village, and we know what that might mean somewhere else. But it doesn't. It does take a village. It, it really does. So, continue with the lady entrepreneurship for sure. I'm annoyed with the co-opting of that phrase as well. I remember that. I followed the team. I rem- I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the Fenway corporate roster and I start going looking for anybody from the bottom of the roster. Russ Lenoir, and he's the head massage therapist, alternative therapy person. All teams have them now, but at that time, it was He was brought to the team in 2000. For Arizona, I know they had to Arizona Arizona that point that point by Craig Schilling. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So Craig brought the team. Well, now he's an institution at the Red Sox. He is. 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 I'm my father, my father, so I'm like, can't, can't hurt there. So I send so him a little sample and a printout of a letter. Good for you. A month later, I get, I get, just over a month, it was Father's Day. I get, so she was a I get this email at 1 a.m. and it says, Uh, can you please bring 20, 23 or 25 of us to Fenway tomorrow? The team has to travel. We love it. So I was my husband out to a rabid fan, right? Right. And I was like, look at this! It's like a Scotty Prince offering a million dollars. I'm like, is this real? And he goes, oh yeah, it's real. Cause there's not many guys on the roster. So, so I give, I give Jeff because it's Father's Day, the president, president, buddy. I'm like, go to Fenway and look at all. They got to go. They got to go downstairs and deliver it. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I cheat. I cheat. I cheat. I cheat. So we've been giving the Red Sox hold it on and out and out, and now other individual players and other MLB teams, Braves, Braves, um. Kobe gone for over five, six years now. I, I, I read that, and I read that. And for those in the audience that aren't maybe familiar as of yet, if you do nothing else, that's that's obviously bonafiable and true. And please do read that. That is as the old adage goes: you obviously know what you're talking about. But it, isn't it so true? For two of this timing, and to a very large degree, who you know, who you know. Perfect yeah, case yeah. in point. 
your hard work to set the table on that very, very <clears throat> clean up my vernacular, very aggressive by you, but in a positive way. That takes some gumption to do that. God bless you for that. Continue. Okay. So, so I, I, oh, so now so we're sponsored the Boston Red Sox been for four years, years, and not in a good way. Although we're in the clubhouse year round. Right. And in the and in the team. team, but but at Jet Jet Park, after the first inning, they do a beam that flies all around. Correct, correct, correct. And then they do a beam giveaway at the first inning, and then they gave they gave the billboard right near the big poppy Lego. How great is that for how great is that for advertising over stating the obvious, right? Right. That's awesome. So then, so then, yes, exactly. 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 32 minutes left. So thank you for being patient, and we'll be right back. Okay, everyone, welcome back, and give me just a couple of seconds, and we'll continue. Here we go. My red sock story. So since then, Ben Poppy has given us a shout out. How great is that? His wife. Couple, wife. couple people know Dave. Couple people, just like couple people know Big Pop, right? Big Pop. Continue. 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 Yeah, I think they did, but yeah, life, yeah. life, I 
know. Well, I mean, I'm not going to start sustaining relationships under the circumstances of their lives. When you're gone all the time and so forth, but we we don't want to get too sad. But that's a hard thing to carry on when you know one of you is on a whirlwind tour all the time and constantly and so forth. Continue. That chick is a boss, though, and she's got an Instagram, and she's the nicest lady. She has reached out to me a couple times and said hi. She's so friendly, and the kids are lovely, and I just so many of the wives are like that, and I that was something that I never expected. They're genuine people. They're not what you might presuppose arrogant or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, and they're genuinely. Well, that would be moms, and that would no spurs to men and dads, but that yeah. would be mom. The nurturing, the nurturing, the, the a little deeper level of being in tune. <laughs> Right. Some of us can. Some of us can be oblivious, and it's not necessarily with intent or we're evil or oblivious. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, I mean yeah, we, we all are about, about any number of any number of things about plenty of things, but when right. it comes to boogers and keeping your kids from being sick all the time, that is. Well, remember when? Remember when all you can't don't say booger or remember? It's like well, why wouldn't you? I mean, you know. Anyway, I know. Anyway. I've taken over the word. I know. I know. Own that. Right. You know, oh, do you like, 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 literally, or just? Oh, well, I, 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 I do. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I don't know. Smart. Another smart move. Another smart move. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, and you yeah, know, and you know, know some, some of my investors, investors usually it's usually it's people that I deal with in business that don't have kids. They're always like, always like, I don't like that word. Anybody that has kids, like. Old, old foibles, old mind conditioning. It doesn't make them anything other than maybe. You know, antiquated thinking, a little tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, I've gone yeah, all in with the marketing. I'm like, hey, like, hey I talk I about boogers. This is what we do. We healthy, a healthy nose. That's what they are. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, but anyway yeah. continue. So anyway, I got into this, I got into CES, and then COVID came, and we had a little slump while everybody stayed home. But now, because there's this massive supply chain changes everywhere, I've been getting opportunities left and right to get on the shelves where I wouldn't have brought them otherwise. Correct. Johnson and Johnson is millions of dollars to have on the shelves, you know. So we've been getting lots of opportunities that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So your retail, your retail storing, just like you just said, is obviously taking an uptick and is taking an uptick. Yeah, and our website at the, re- at the retail level. Yeah, the, our website is like where, where we sell a ton, and, but we do but sell we do a lot in the brick and mortar. We just got into the Amer- uh, Air Force Army Exchange. Awesome. So awesome. Global. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. And then the weirdest place that we just got was Travel Center America. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. We just got into Travel Centers of America. How great is that? What an odd placement. It is, but fortuitous timing with the pandemic and all of the, everything else that's spinning around in this crazy world. Congratulations. Well, the cool thing is, is that there's one of those within a drive of everything we do in America. Correct. So, Correct. Uh, the other part is, is apparently. 
families, families on the go, go and truckers, they used they to be used able to, be to stay, stay at, like, at like the Walmart parking lot on the road. Like truckers used to do Correct. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Because of Americans trying to step into that space and say, here's your restaurant, here's your bathroom, here's your shower, here's your movie theater, and here's your cold medicine. Right. So, great, great. Awesome. Yeah. Let's hope they can get diesel. Let's hope they can get diesel fuel along the way. Subject for another time. But continue, continue, yeah, continue. Right now. Right now. Yeah, exactly. So now so I'm now just going to. to um, we did just we did have just our have first virtual. I, I read. I read about that, and I'm going to let. Please do explain that. But just for everybody's sake, for a moment, like you would with product X, B, Z, Q. Pick one tennis shoes or whatever. Everybody experiences recalls at some point in time. It isn't necessarily an indictment on the product. Please continue. It's probably well, it's, your it's referral. A it's a yeah, of course. And it was it our categories and a category yeah. sometimes comes to the attention of the FDA simply because someone in your space may claim they should make. Correct. Real, real quickly on the baseball or athlete analogy, same thing. They took product X unbeknownst to about the steroid that's in it. Well, did they do it intentionally and all of that? It's kind of a sidetrack point, but I think you know my point. Continue. Yeah. So I always so speak about it very, very cautiously. You must. And I, and I, the very appropriate language. I can get it out of it. It was a voluntary retail out of product caution. What it boils down to is a batch of algae be going from 2020. They did spot tests. Um, we asked what their testing parameters were and all of that, like the safety seals attached. Because you can't pick stuff off the shelf. They said they, they found they mildly found elevated beast mold, mold and a pathogen called B serious. So then we said, right. well, how much B serious? Where did you find? Because B serious exists in all honey. Correct. Right. Right. So I'm like, Correct. well, how much did you find? Well, we're not allowed to know without a FOIA. <laughs> okay. 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 Scratch your head a little. Scratch your head a little bit. Right. Yeah. Little companies like us like us do is just do the recall, and then we and then test we the batches, the amounts we found were negligible. But you can't, you can't fight that. You, you can't. can't. It, it's unfortunately preaching to the proverbial choir. We don't preach to anybody, but right, it right. comes with being entrenched in them. I should say, as in clients using the product, I should have said yeah, it that way. Yeah. Good you, point. You do get scammers that come out of the woodwork where they're like, they're like "I bought thirty bottles." And boy, I, I used to I used to get that a lot in the animal industry. Well, my little Jimmy died from your product. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, we didn't no, he, no, he, no, he didn't. No, he, no, he didn't. But anyway, but. Yeah. Well, thankfully, we didn't get any of that. Right. But honey is generally bacteria. It's even bacterial data. So even if it has animals, which all honey has, um, and botulism, and serious because it exists in the belly of the honeybees, it can't grow because it's not a 
have no water activity. Correct. So, so a lot of these products adulterate their their product in order to have the viscosity to be a spray because it's economical. Correct. And they they delivery systems people are familiar with you know to spray. They're conditioned to be they're conditioned to be comfortable. With it. They've been conditioned to be the, the application, let alone the ingredients. Putting right, yours right. aside, putting yours aside. Right, right. So, so, so we, we go we with just the swab because I'm a big baby about my stuff up my nose. Plus, I more direct. That, that <laughs> more, more I like direct. to I like to have things in my life that, life that might have occurred naturally, like correct. Caveman might have put his fingers in a hive and picked his nose. You know, like that. He would never have never potted himself. And depending on how generational, like. I came along late in my parents' life, anyhow. So my grandparents, when they were young, they they didn't have pasteurization processes. They didn't have sprays, and、uh, they did it the natural way. And he lived through 13 heart attacks, and he died the typical way: fell down, broke his hip because he was so aged. That's what you know, something stupid like that. In any event, the natural way, he was healthy as an ox. That's how it is. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so most honeys, in order to sterilize them, they have to get them to the point of caramelization, or you have to irrigate them, which is not a desirable state. Right. Right. So, so what we do is we have we just put it in testing. We always test it as required. But now I'm doing like additional testing at this level, this level, this level, and making sure the duckies are in a row. They weren't before, but just so that that doesn't happen again. I mean, everybody can get a recall at any time. Oh, of course. The other thing is, is the rules are always changing. Like when we always, always. What was alive and well yesterday is ancient history tomorrow, right? Yeah, and it's on the manufacturer's shoulders to find that out. To find that out, sometimes it's like, well, where was my memo? Could I not have? You have not published this. In how many of them? So, so I think they come out the low hanging fruit. The little they do. They they do. In my opinion, but they do. But I just what we did was you know we don't never. My goal is to protect children and moms and families. So I just took the lumps and the lump call and did that. But now, of course, I like to assure people that look, honey, as you said. And just the timing of things. I read about the recall and all of that. Simply because it was like in June. Is that when it actually was? Yeah. Yeah. They said they wanted a meeting. Meeting. We had a meeting. Had a meeting later. Later. And they were like, you have to do a press release. You have to do a press release. It was like, it was like all the, all the, you know, it was really focused. We had to get on it and do the press release. And then it got picked up. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Right. Has that proverbial temp up? Tied, stemmed a little bit in only being sixty、oh, yeah. days, ninety days, whatever that is. No, for sure. For sure. Here's what happened: they so many recalls on every、right. major product in the last eighteen months. Right. right. And, and then they hit Oakley, then they hit a nasal, another nasal. All ours was put to the side, back burner. And then the, and thing, then the thing, thing is, is that this speaks to the opposition nature. I think a lot more people are like you and I than they realize. Sales went through the roof. Because everybody was like, "Oh, I'm going to try that." Right, right. Especially after I tried the 15 other things and I spent way too much, and they didn't work. Eventually, the light does come on. I 
think they're right. oppositional. The government yeah, says don't try this, and they're like, well, I'm ordering every day, you know? Correct. Correct. But thank goodness, and this there were a lot of retailers who picked us up immediately afterwards again. Not something I could ever be just a little, like, I don't know. I'm not the Hey, we learn on the fly in the infancy of any project, and relatively speaking, you guys have been around for a while, but it's still trying yeah. to keep up. Yeah. I'm not bird's bird. You know, I, I don't know how this game is played. So I was amazed at how many people ordered after that, retailers and other individuals. So it wound up being. Um, Sometimes, like what we've all experienced the last three years or more, sometimes a <clears throat> tenuous situation can ultimately be to your advantage. It's a shame that you have to go through it along the way, but if you can garner something positive on the backside of going through the agony, if that makes any sense at all. It's a great lesson to be learned the very hard way. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Continue. Positively on the other side, so it's really, really encouraging. Because that was a dark, dark. Of course. So, you know, you see your dreams go down the tube. It's your life. It's your passion, and it's a literal punch in the gut when you put your heart and soul into something like that. Yeah, and and know something is is fine, and you know you know something is thing is good and beneficial. But like I said, it was that huge learning experience. I'm You, you wordsmithed that so much better than what I was just trying to say. That's exactly right. right. Now I will be ready and prepared, and I will do everything I can to mitigate it from ever happening again. And feel, Absolutely. Feel confident. I don't feel go into it too fearfully um, because it's government. So you're terrified. That's a different type of policing, and of course we have to kind of play that game. And you're yeah. right. I don't want to be like there are some other companies in the space right now that are actually like going toe to toe with them with lawsuits, and I'm like, I have no desire to do that. Again, in my humble opinion, as they say, sometimes you can't fight city hall or bring your wallet if you want to go that route. We'll just leave it at that. I just, I just trust people, people intuitively. So all I do is tell my story honestly, put it out there. I try to not um, say too much or infer that or try to sway. You know, like this is what happened. Boom. And just hoping for like, okay, I feel confident in that product. And when you have the track record previous to it, that you obviously have the testimonials and all of that. Sometimes that's where the element of common sense for all of us comes into play. Be be alarmed or alerted, or as a good consumer as you should be with any recall. But do your homework, <laughs> do your homework, and then find out. Like, well, up until June thirteenth, or what? It was pretty good, pretty viable, and this is an isolated incident, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and why were the levels acceptable five years ago? And it changed like、uh, on June 13th. On and on June 13th, it's just done. Or whatever now, the day. Now, it's now, all done now. now. It's all done now. You had your heyday. Now it's poison. It can get ridiculous, as you know. Right. I mean, I'm not, 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 I'm
just to make sure that everything moving forward, if it is a issue, temporarily. Yeah. That's how you get to resolution. I mean, you do have to be aware of it. But it wasn't like you guys stood behind the scenes and go, "Hey, watch this." No, we just let it go. I'm like, this is a runaway train. I'm gonna let it, let it go. Let it burn itself out. I'm gonna be very afraid that it was not based on anyone being hurt. That it's just that's the key. I worked with our honey labs and found out all the criteria, and then in the absence of the government providing clear guidelines, correct. We have a mass. What you do is you put together a file of other studies, studies related to the topic. Correct. So you can like feel up. This is this is no. So maybe that fight will be worth fighting down the road. But right now we're just. And to go to your earlier point, that none of us make any curative claims because we can't. Nothing. Your products, my products, the man in the moon's, Jimmy's, our honey. But. I always use the caveat. There's some pretty good documentation, scientifically ongoing. Your point: test analysis, articles by bona fide researchers, doctors. We, you know, not a crazy guy up in the woods stirring stuff in a black cauldron, which I don't do. But you'd be surprised how often I've been accused. I, I don't mix anything. <laughs> I mixed some Kool-Aid when I was a kid, I think. But in any event. The documentation and the analysis—that's the proof. Someday, I think you guys will see it. I think it's going to take a while, and I think I'm going to hang around a while. It probably is going to take some time, but we will be able to say the word "cure" someday. I don't think it will. They crack down on the number. Well, yeah. All yeah. I did, so I probably should have said within the guise of the. Continual. You can. You can't. You might be able to on Tuesday at three o'clock, but not on Thursday. Not on Thursday at five. Or what? You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? It's an ongoing battle. You know, my other trademark, my other trademark. I can't believe I got it. I got it. Is people swear by it? I own that. That's a great one to have, man. Congratulations. It's not curative, right? Right. Right. That's not curative. That is awesome. <laughs> Good for awesome. you that you got that, you lucky little bee. You. But I only got it because it was like funny fifteen years ago, and you know, you know, we have smartphones. That I'm just like the only reason I got that. Right, right, right. But that's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's my solution, my workaround, because my claim is a claim, right? Right. So my workaround is I just write it too, and that's all I'm gonna say. That's all you need to say. That's that's so awesome. Yeah. The proofs are, and then the proofs in the proverbial pudding. But that's a great sign. That's a great sign to help get to the sitting of the pudding. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, how? Well, you've actually talked about that, but the mucosa, the definite. Let's try to maybe hone in again for maybe someone that doesn't even know what mucosa is, if you will. Okay, so your nasal mucosa are not just saline and slime. Okay, your boogers are not just saline and slime. Correct. It's a very specific pH. It is loaded with beneficial bacteria. The mucosa have their own acidity and properties that are meant to trap and make the dirt leak away. Because if the pathogens get to the receptors and 
then they get a they get to latch on, and that's when that colonization begins. And it can then reach your lungs. So once you get a high enough colonization load here, that's when it gets here. Correct. So you can keep your infection load to a minimum here. You're facilitating it from not getting here. Two cats, you might not hear yeah. them, but Because she coughed, and you know, then touched the door. It's all so, and subliminally, sometimes we get so snowblind to just being cognizant of 
oh my gosh, I've touched like that. When I was in sales for 45 years, I've been fortunate, but I've had a hard work to make sure I stayed that way. But shaking hands and all of that, and you know, we never even remotely thought about that in the days of old. Like I don't know where no Spurgeons, but I don't know where that guy just was or what I did or who we you know, whatever. Anyway, we propagate germs sometimes so subconsciously that. Yeah, I don't want to turn the world away, but here's the reason I think like this. Let me tell you my theory. I know you like this. When my grandmother's time, my tribe, my village, was like a hundred people in a given or less, right? But now, my the way the world works is you are touching the doorknob at the airport that 5,000 other people touch. At least, at least, we've gone beyond our village. We're all just to see each other at Market Square Day, selling our goods, and instead we're excessively challenging our immune All the time. Yeah. Airborne, airborne soil, doorknobs, all of it, as you will. The compromised air, the compromised biome from the glyphosate, from the air pollution, the pollution, everything. All of it. And then, then. You are touching it at the grocery cart. There's five thousand other people touch that. Right. It's too much. Too much. Or the peaches. Or the peaches at the fruit stand. Or the lettuce. Or, hey, this potato seems pretty good. Or whatever. I mean, you can get carried away. And would you know that unless you witnessed it? That hey, five people just. Or peanuts at a bar. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Who knows what you're opening yourself? Just from the airborne to go into the, and then all of the points earlier. Charlie comes there. Josh, General Jimmy, Frankie, but especially if they've been on the tour at Happy Hour or whatever, it just multiplies itself. Condiments in the restaurant, you can get us carried away, but you're not getting carried away. I love how people have watched people at a restaurant. A restaurant. Um, yep. Purell. Purell. And then touch yep. the menu and, touch and then pick up their burger. Up I'm their like, burger. How, how's the Purell doing? How's the Purell doing? First of all, Purell is a hormone disruptor. Exactly. Exactly. Number one. But then touch the touch up the menu. I think because of the way we live now, you need to be germ aware. I like to call myself. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm a germophile. I it's am, a great I, way to look at it. You're I not just, a germaphobe. You're not a germaphobe. Awareness of where the risks where the are, risks and then, are. And then bring your own, bring your own silverware. Bring a little bring spray bottle of Everclear and spray your silverware. And honest to God, with no aspersions on the establishments or whatever, if you do have some kind—not so much phobia, but like I don't know what they're doing out in the kitchen—is you know whatever. Even bring your own entrees to some degree, or your own appetizers. It might help this way, but it might help this way too. As much as you can do, I guess is our point to have that awareness. Yeah, but then when you'd be, su- you'd be surprised how less often you feel out of sorts just by practicing that. Yep, but when yep. you get a chance, get buy small, buy a farmer's market, local, buy through a CSA. Absolutely. Pet that, pet that, and don't worry about how to react. Go, 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 and rebuild your biome in the way in the way that right. were natural right. and right. organic that would have been the way that we all, you know, maybe don't take a shower and go to bed. Let that be all over you. You know what I mean? Again in the again in the time frame, old west or whatever, everything was different for us. Some people couldn't bathe for over a month or whatever.
Okay, everyone, here's the last slice of the segment. We'll be right back. Being outspoken and all that, I've kind of learned my lesson in that regard. And it, we understand each other without saying the words, perhaps. Right. right. Flesh flesh minutes, so now there you go. And, and Kim, who corresponded behind the scenes, folks, too, when we were setting up the um, interview today and all of that, come to find out. As Joyce has just said, you're both. From, now, was is Kim a lifelong Mainer? Yeah, you know, yeah, originally she was born. born yep. I'm sorry, she's. She's born in Maine. She grew up in Maine. Mount Auburn is that what you said? Sanford. Oh, right along with yourself. Did what, did you guys know each other even back in the day, or? My cousin. Well, there you go. I guess you most assuredly knew each other. Great, awesome. And family she, she affair, family affair, truly. Yeah, yeah. just a dog, dog baby boy. boy. And so, after so, domestic, domestic, and awesome. she wanted me to stay home with him, and I said, I said, hey, no, I, I know you can do this for me, and so she's helping me do social media. She's awesome. Awesome. And we all have strengths and what have you. Social media definitely isn't mine. I, it's great that you all have those facets to help each other, play off each other's strengths conglomerately. That's what makes a nice network, a nice family, and a great operation. So just congratulations on everything. No, I mean, family operations are the best. I mean, I oh, they are. Oh, they are. They are. They are. I agree. Couldn't agree more. If you can't trust them, if right, right. If you can't trust them, you might be shot in the foot right well, there. Well, if you've got the talent hole in your own backyard, why not tap it? Why not tap it? Right. You're only helping the broader scope of people by doing so. It's not self-serving. I mean, it it it, it is, but it isn't. It's self-serving. It's self-serving in a positive way. The more that can get the message out. Right. This is the yeah, point. Wait, wait. I want to ask you. Um, do you, Please, have you ever heard of? Um, do you remember the show Downey's Down Different? I sure do. My cousin is Tony Bennett. Bennett. Get out of town! I swear to God. I mean, I believe you. I mean, I believe but, you. But get out yeah, of town. Yeah. It's a big family. 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 Uh, you should you have him on sometimes. That dude. I gotta tell you something. Right? Okay, push through. You're on the baseball of him. Okay, Tony Bennett. Bennett. Yep. He's, you know, looks you know, like one of the Duck Dynasty guys. guys but but can I just can I just help everybody in, in no spurs? Not Tony Bennett, the singer, folks. Right. But but anyway, continue. They're both great Tony Bennetts. Continue. Well, Bill, 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 I'm going to. I'm going to. Into the medical marijuana. Awesome. And I think you know. I think you know. You probably visited my site. I'm a huge proponent of that. Yes. So check so out Tony because Tony is, is the Santa Claus of Maine for providing cancer patients with medical marijuana. Awesome. You've awesome. got it. Just, just well, I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to reach out. And speaking of who you know and how you do it, if you talk to him behind the scenes, please do. He's got an open invite. If I don't get to him first. Uh, Facebook is the way to reach out to me. I'll do that. He'd love to be on the show. I'll do that. He's amazing. We've only ever met one time. It was by accident. I forget, but he's my boy. I have cousins. I still don't know. I mean, it depends on family dynamics and all of that. I have cousins. I still don't know, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the one that I've learned from him. 
all the benefits of medical marijuana. His work is very called the naked weed farmer, though. So you're gonna love it. I I can tell. I can tell already. Well, if we get on the show, what if we're two peas in a pod? I can tell that already. That's awesome. Yeah, I know you would be. Would be chatting with you. Oh, I gotta talk about Tony. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So again, not to rush you. Is there anything else in this episode? Because I'm going to let you go. I know you got some other things to do. But do you think we did okay in the opening? Got everything out there? You can't. You can't. So we're helping each other just in that vein alone. And I want to interject quickly so I don't forget. <laughs> As I told Joyce before we started for real, she's now listed when I get it there. If I have it, I think I did do that yesterday, but we will. She's going to be listed in my virtual mall and direct to the manufacturer to help. Please confer with Joyce and her team directly. I couldn't encourage that more, and that's part of the program. When you get there to to do so, folks, you'll see I have quite a few、um, participants in that. Because、uh, again, to go to the community point, we all are trying to help each other to just send each other's medicines and opportunities because we are working synergistically together in these products in tandem. So please do check out the virtual mall and the manufacturing from my own website. But definitely contact this lady directly. And one more thing, sure, sure. As you well know, which you want to,、uh, you definitely have a presence on Amazon as well. Did you want to say anything about that, or is this surprising? Thank you. Thank you. Amazon and Amazon. You're covering what I'm. Was hoping you would without either one of us saying the word. Thank you, thank you. You have a wonderful day. I'm gonna say bye bye for now. I will zap you some info behind the scenes and what's next and all of that. But when the schedule for, is for two of us, I, I definitely. You said you did it. I love it. So this is to be continued, everybody. We're all gonna sign off for right now. I'll see everybody at my radio shows and podcasts. Continue on with up. Thank you, Joyce. Right, thank Have a great day. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay, folks. There you have it. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to do a special in studio over at Spotify and my YouTube channel to clarify a little bit of the glitch that happened today. I apologize for that, but we did it. And the next time around, it will be letter perfect. I'll swear on the phone, it probably did happen. Bye bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody.